Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, that's 800-747-3733, title sponsors from day number one, no, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean... Well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. 
All right, welcome to another edition of It's Still Real to Me. Everything Zaslow Show 2.0, including It's Still Real to Me, is brought to us by the title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3, 800-747-3733. Whatever kind of accident you've been in, if you're dealing with a personal injury, car accident, motorcycle, boating, slip and fall, Anna Jar and Levine, they treat you like family. They get you the money that you deserve. You take care of getting healthy. Anna Jar and Levine, accident attorneys, 800-747-FREE, 800-747-3733. We are recording this here on Wednesday night. SummerSlam is Saturday night. My pal, of course, is Joey Levin. We wanted to pump out this episode. Well, we wanted to do it tonight for a couple reasons, right? Number one, we want to give ample time for your listening pleasure before Saturday night's big show. And unfortunately, I'm going out of town this weekend and we're not going to be able to do a SummerSlam recap show, you know, be it Sunday. So, uh, you know, for folks out there, Joey, who are waiting for the recap show after what I think is going to be a real, really good card, I think, on Saturday night, we're giving you the preview show. Unfortunately, my schedule is a little bit quirky next week, so there will not be a uh, post-SummerSlam show. But how you doing? Are you excited for Saturday night? Are you do you do you have as high expectation for this card as I do? You know what's interesting? I was thinking about this today, and the card looks great, mm-hmm. but there's something about this SummerSlam that doesn't have me overly excited. But I it, that actually made me excited because it seems like since Triple H took over, the cards that seem like they might not hit end up being great. Like you're the ones where you're like, not really sure where this is, how this is going to end up, how this card is going to go. Usually something happens. There's a big story, a great match, a couple great matches. So now I've gotten myself re-excited. Like I wasn't, and now I am. Is it a factor at all that it was SummerSlam last year, which was Triple H's first show that he was supposedly in charge? You remember right out the get-go, super hot start. It was Becky versus Bianca. And Bianca wins her title back after a whole long feud. And that's when Damage Control debuted. Bailey had been injured and gone for months. We thought that Dakota Kai was out of the company. They re-signed her. Nobody knew about it. And EO Sky, we didn't know what her situation is. And all of a sudden, she popped up as well. You had a massive pop from the crowd there at SummerSlam. And it was also kind of a sign of things to come under Triple H, not that we're getting fun stuff like that, but he's been tremendous at keeping things secret if they want to. Yeah, yeah, and there are, I mean, there are multiple things that uh, you would think that there's a possibility that if Roman wins, somebody comes back and debuts potentially, or not debuts, or returns or something. And closes the show. It cl- maybe closes the show because it's like, what what's next if Roman wins, which we'll talk about, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of possibilities. There could be NXT stuff. I mean, NXT guys coming up, hurt, hurt business is out there. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that's not on the card that could be another Triple H surprise. Now, you know, I I don't like reading the dirt sheets and getting into spoilers and stuff like that. So I don't, but once in a while on social media, I'll come across headlines that want you to do the clickbait and then read about potential spoilers. And like one of the headlines that I read was. A bunch of unadvertised superstars are expected to be in Detroit. So I don't know. I read it. I read it. I read it. 
I read it, but I won't tell you who it is, but I read it. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't want to know who it is, but like yeah. I, th- I, there is the idea. Maybe we're going to get some fun yeah, stuff there. Yeah. So it's in Detroit Ford field. That's where the lions play. You're going to get a huge crowd there. And yeah, I, I think here's what we got tonight. We're going to go through the card. We're going to give you our picks and then we'll have some fun at the end. And we're going to do our top five, each of us top five all time SummerSlam matches. Doesn't have to be the best, right? We're, we're doing like our, moments, our moments, favorites. M- moments. Or, okay. I, I did moments. All right. It could be matches. Our favorite moments slash matches. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be doing. honest. I'm not looking forward to doing this list. Because as I was putting it together, I was like, I, I don't think my list is good. And a lot of great moments happened when I was really young. So they're not oh, going to be. I got a bunch of young stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, got, I got a lot of stuff from yeah. very early summer slams, which was my like. Right, uh, and like, for me, love that time. The for me, it, I think mine has a little more recency bias. Oh, although I don't know, whatever. We'll, we'll see. It, it'll be interesting. All right, so it's going to be quite different yours and mine because I'm leaning heavily. I, well, the I have, I have for sure a hundred percent one that I know you have. Like it, and okay. it's probably your number one. Um, okay. If I had to guess, based on what I know about you and wrestling and what you love, my number four or five is probably your number one. But we'll okay, see. all right. So we'll get to that. All right, so. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong here. We have, I believe we have eight matches on the card, including yeah. the Battle Royal, right? Yes. Which I think right is, now, yeah. is a really nice number. Not too many matches. Uh, I certainly don't want to have more than eight. I think eight's a good number. All right. So let's let's get after it here. We'll start out with the one that probably has the least intrigue, which I would say is the Battle Royal. So do we know the participants and what are the stakes here for this Battle Royal? We don't know stakes, and we only know – well, I think there actually is some intrigue. Not necessarily intrigue, but there's a lot of interest in it because LA Knight's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people are excited to see what happens. I think people don't have huge expectations because everyone – like we talked about last week, everyone's expecting LA Knight to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, but all we know is LA Knight and Sheamus. Now, we may get some more entrance on SmackDown, and we don't even know how many people are in this battle royal. So – I don't, I don't think know. you could really do a battle royal more than 20. You're probably going to get Jim's. somewhere like They win 20. something from Slim Jim. Slim, Slim Jim. Jim's rain down from the top of the mm-hmm. dome yep. onto the mat. So uh, I, I don't know if I'm... Winner ready. Winner gets to take over. Oh, yes. Yeah, snap into a... They get to take that. Snap into a Slim Jim. Get, they take it from Macho Man. That becomes their slogan. It feels like you're ready to say that LA Knight is not going to win the battle royal. I don't I'm not saying that. I think people are thinking because he keeps losing in big moments that they're just going to have him lose well, again. Well, so I think he could win the Battle Royal. But the reason that I'm skeptical about it is if he wins it you're going to get a huge pop. Everyone's waiting for that that the that that really first big LA Night moment. We have not had it yet. Do you want to use the first big LA Night moment on a Battle Royal win where you and I don't even know the stakes are yet. Right. No, I agree. And I think this is him losing is just, again, it's just classic WWE, what they do to build momentum for these, you know. Yeah, I don't think he wins when, it. Whenever there's it. an organ, whenever there's a guy or girl that the company didn't plan on being big, this is how it goes. When they organically get over, they just, they beat them down and they, they, it takes time for them to give them that big moment, but it makes it better when it happens. Just All right, so it's hard to pick who we think is going to win it because we don't know who is who, who is in I it. I mean, I could see Sheamus beating him, them being the last two and Sheamus winning. And that's, the and only that's two your in next it, right? feud. Yeah, possibly, yeah. But, but, but how do you do that? Because Sheamus is pretty over. Like, Sheamus is not – like, who's the heel? 
I mean, what, what can, can we get? Can we get Montez Ford? Can the Street Profits enter this battle royal? And that's like the first big win for Montez Ford when they're about could, to take that next step with them. Could do that. You could do that. I like to see uh, that. All right. Yeah. By the way, my whole uh, Trick Williams and Angelo Dawkins being in the hurt business thing might have changed last because last night Trick Williams went solo. Oh, is that right? He said, "We're not breaking up, but I got to do my own thing." And oh, he's, wow! He's going at he's going after Ilya Dragunov. So All right. sometimes you got to do that, man. Hey, Trick's a star. I, I think he's gonna be. By big. the way, that that Great American Bash, I watched Great American Bash on on Sunday night. Uh, Dragunov never misses, man. All he's of awesome. his matches are great. Never he's, misses. He's awesome. And I know that's like Carmelo Hayes' thing that he doesn't miss, but you put the two of them in the ring together. That was good stuff, man. Yeah, Dragunov's great. Yeah, that was good stuff. Uh, and if I could also give a shout out to the heel work from uh, who is it? Roxanne Perez. What's what's the new girl's name? Davenport. Uh, the, Davenport. The, the heel work where you make the sister cry. Excellent. Love yep. that stuff. Yep. Love that. stuff. Um, by the way, not to get on too much of a tangent. I, I, I'm guessing you didn't watch NXT last night. No. Uh, Santos Escobar was back in NXT to uh, do a three a three man, a, a three man tag with right. with uh, Tony D'Angelo, the Don. He said, I got an old friend who's going to be our third. Wait till you see who it is. And well, it was, you know, you know this Santos. is well, – well, you see what's happening here then. Like, AEW has the advantage of being able to do that by mixing up AEW and Ring of Honor and even their relationship with New Japan. So sure. WWE is like, all right, that's, that's another promotion we can mix shit up with and yeah. come up with There's other a, stories. It's constant now. I mean, I like Rhea, I mean, Rhea and Dom were backstage again. Like Dom's it. all over NXT. You got Corbin, you got Ali. And now people, Ray Mysterio is going to be on NXT next week. I like it. It's a uh, dra- cool dragon, up. dragon Lee versus Dominic. And Ray Mysterio is going to be in dragon Lee's corner. I like it. I like mixing yeah. it up. Let's, uh, let's get to Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. I thought yeah. Joey, I thought it was a great promo they did on Monday night. The vignettes they made, the two of them crying, that was good shit. Everything about this match was great and is great until you make it an MMA rules match. Well, yeah, that, that I don't like. So what does that mean? So dumb. Exactly. What does it mean? Are they gonna, this are they, is going to be a cage? This is not MMA. We're not in MMA. You yeah, know, and also, like it. also, it's really hard to make M- – like to in a wrestling match, make MMA moves look realistic. It's very mm-hmm. hard to do that. And let's just be honest. Well, so it's going to be a lot of grappling. It's going to be a lot on the mat. Right. And and let's just be real. Ask any UFC fan that watched Rousey back in the day. It's not like she was like the greatest technical MMA, like mixed martial artist. Yeah. She had certain skills and she was around at a time where she was dominant. Like, it, I think it's dumb. This so is a grudge. They, this is a grudge. Doing that. This is a grudge match. This should be a no holds barred. Yeah. Anything goes. Beat the fucking shit out of each other match. This shouldn't be MMA. Match. You're right. That's disappointing, man. But uh, are both of us? I I think it's easily Shayna Baszler's Baszler. match. Yeah. I think gotta it's gotta be Baszler. I think it's one of the easiest matches on the card to pick. I, it's got to be Baszler. I, I think a lot of them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of them are at least to me are pretty easy. But this one, I mean, Rousey's supposedly leaving. So even if she yeah. weren't leaving. How stupid yeah. would it be if, if Shayna doesn't finally get that winning? Well, not not yeah. finally get a big win. I mean, essentially her debut, she dominated the Elimination Chamber. Yeah. But that feels like five years ago, you know? Yeah. I don't want to do a fully whole negative segment, but we might one day have to do top five most disappointing runs in WWE history. I think Ronda's pretty disappointing. R- R- Rousey might be number one. Pretty disappointing. Yeah. Pretty, it's disappointing. pretty awful. Yep. Pretty awful. Yep. yep. Uh, Gunther and Drew McIntyre for the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther right now, I believe, is third all-time 
in Intercontinental Title Reign. We know number one is Honky Tonk. Who's number two? Do you know who number two is? Uh, I don't. I'm not sure. Number Was one's Honky Tonk, and Gunther's three. I'm not. Yeah, no, not it's positive. not Macho Man. Macho Man's four. He's right behind. Oh, okay, Gunther. that's right, Gunther Paxton. And it's someone I didn't recognize when I saw the picture. But anyway, so Gunther is uh, yeah. Gunther Intercontinental Champion. Drew McIntyre uh, certainly looks like a very considerable threat. I think this match is going to be awesome. The triple threat where you also had Sheamus in it. Amazing match. Every match that Gunther's in is amazing. This one's not going to be any different. What I do find interesting, and if this plays any kind of role, Ludwig Kaiser, how about finally getting a win on television on Monday night over Matt Riddle? I love that. Like, let, let's get these, let's get Imperium a, a, a win yeah. here and there on television. Yeah. So that was a great, that was a good look for Ludwig Kaiser there. And I and Riddle, think, but see you later, Riddle. Yeah. So apparently they're not big fans of him backstage right now. Yeah. So yeah. That, that that was part of that too. I uh this one I had to think about. I think it's I think it's Gunther retaining. I don't think there's any way Gunther Gunther loses this. Okay. I just thought I, I personally I it's not the time. Drew's great, mm-hmm. and this is gonna be a great match. I'm excited to watch the match because it's gonna be a great match. It's gonna be great. But what solidified it for me was I think we saw who's going to beat Gunther on Monday night. Who? I think it's going to be Chad Gable. Oh, wow. Wouldn't that be amazing? Well, and they, saw, and they had a small I mean, guy who beat him for the NXT title, too. They they're set it They set it up. He did the five-minute match. He lasted the five minutes with Gunther. So he won the match technically. That was a great segment. Lasted the, it was a great lasted match. The, lasted the five minutes. Gunther is the ring general. The mat is sacred. Chad Gable, the, the former Olympian all world perfect like actual wrestler the small guy versus the big guy the the massive heel versus the super over you know chad gable i'm sold i mean you know how much i you know how i feel about gable i'm but. i'm turning around on him now too cuz uh, uh alpha academy has got a great momentum to them right now i'm surprised at how much i think maxine dupree has done for them I think that whole group has become really likable. Crowd loves them. They're a good actor it's, right now. It's it's really hard to just be firmly mid to low card and the crowd consistently like reacting positively. Like yep, crowd eventually, generally when you're in that spot and you're kind of gimmicky, the crowd turns on you eventually and gets bored. These guys, I mean, all of them are good. Maxine Dupree has been very good. But I think she's been very good. Gable's incredible, and Otis is just the man. I mean, he's so fun. Like you can't, you can't not like Otis. So I, uh, but yeah, I, I got Gunther. I don't think I just I don't see Gunther, him dropping it yet. I don't. See I got him Gunther, it and my hope, and this is what I said when Drew McIntyre returned, and he didn't return heel. My hope is that this loss to Gunther will will break Scottish out the psychopath. Scottish psychopath. And That's he fair. mentioned Scottish psychopath a couple Mondays ago. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. He did mention that. Let's do Ricochet and Logan Paul. Uh, this match is going to be a lot of fun, right? I mean, Logan Paul has been amazing, obviously, in every appearance that he's had so far in WWE. I loved the promo that he cut on Monday night it's where good, he yeah. said, "I'm gonna, I, I, we're going to meet at SummerSlam and I'm going to have your fiance say my name at the end of the match. That's good shit. I enjoyed that, man. Yeah, yeah. I think he has to win. I think he has oh, to Oh, I think Ricochet wins. No, I mean... At that, and then at what point is the Logan Paul thing just done? He, if he never wins matches. Uh, does he never win matches? Hasn't he lost his last few? I mean, he's always fighting top guys. 
But yeah, I mean, he lost to Roman Reigns. He won his debut when he was a tag team with Miz, and then Miz turned on him. Yeah. And then when he fought Miz, he had to have beaten Miz when he fought him, right? I don't remember, but he had to have beaten yeah. him. I'm sure so my man he, Victor's going to tell us. He, um, yeah, he hasn't won a match. I mean, he, he beat the Miz. He beat, he won his debut with the Miz. Then he lost to Roman. He lost to Seth. He was in the Royal Rumble, which he obviously didn't win. And he was, oh, he in- never ended up having a one on one with Miz. That never happened. Yeah, he beat the Miz. He beat him. Okay. Yeah, but he's lost. I mean, his last, he's lost to, he lost to Roman. He lost to Seth. I just don't think losses hurt Roman, hurt Logan Paul. I don't think it hurt him. And he's got to win it. He's got to win a, a, another singles match at some point. And if he doesn't beat Ricochet, who's he beaten? He lost in the Money in the Bank match. Last yeah, time no, he's lost. Him. He's lost the last four match. He's he's had six matches. Mm-hmm. He won his first two, and he's lost the last four that he's been in. But two of them, one was Royal Rumble, one was Money in the Bank. So Samantha Irvin, his fiance, is going to say, and the winner, Logan Paul. Yeah, I think so. And then he's going to get on his private plane. He's going to fly to Texas so he can walk his brother the, to the ring that's to fight right. Nate Diaz. That's right. We talked about that. All right. That's, I'm guessing that's going to open the show. I, it seems like. All right. You know what? You've changed my mind. At the very least, I'm rooting for Logan Paul to win. I think he's going to win. I mean, I also think. Here's the thing. If Ricochet beats Logan Paul, it doesn't really do much for Ricochet. Oh, I think it does, though. Getting a, so? a singles win uh, at SummerSlam? I think it does. Well, it does, but like, can he come out and be like, I beat Logan Paul. It's time for me to be in the tight. No, I mean, like, he's just still going to be Ricochet. I, right. don't, I don't, but I think Logan Paul, I think they want to give him a big moment and a win and continue like him being able well, to go out. I'll say, tell you I what, beat- I'll tell you what, the fact that he's going to be going straight from that to a boxing pay-per-view, they probably want him being able to say, I just want to match SummerSlam. Yeah. I mean, I think they just want him to be able to do it, period. Like, he can go on all of his social media and all of his shit and be like, I just went to WWE and I beat the most athletic human on the planet. All so right, I'm I've changed most, my mind. I'm with he, you. he can go out and say, now I'm the most athletic human on the planet because I just you beat Ricochet. You changed my mind. I'm with you now. Right, there we go. Uh, women's title match. And of course, we're talking about the, uh, the WWE title because the world title does not get defended on SummerSlam, apparently. We have... Uh, I, heard, I will say I saw... I forgot which one of the wrestling accounts said the door is still open. For right. it to get added the night of, but I don't know if that's true. All that's right. probably bullshit. But Oscar versus Charlotte Flair versus Bianca Belair. I uh I don't think I don't think the end game with this this three-way feud is it is involving the title, at least not right now. I think it's about eventually Charlotte versus Bianca. Can they hold off on that until WrestleMania? I don't know, but that feels like a WrestleMania match to me. I think it's all about Charlotte versus Bianca. Asuka's going to retain here. And then we're going to continue on with Io. Is she going to cash in? Hell, may, she may cash in on Saturday night. I could see that. She might cash awesome. in there. But Charlotte and Bianca, neither one of them is walking away with that time. I agree. I mean, I really don't have a ton to add. I agree with that. That seems like the right move across the board. Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes. Are you into it? Brock Lesnar, Cody Rhodes 3. What, did Cody win the first one with a roll-up, right? Uh, Brock won the second one where Cody uh, passed broke out, arm. broken arm, yep. and 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 now uh, I mean, now we got to get a decisive victory now, right? From yeah. one of them, yeah, it'll be a good match and it'll be fun. And I think I think it's Cody. It's Cody. Yeah, I think it's Cody. Yeah. And I think this is Cody. I mean, this could also just 
be the next step to him going back to finishing the story? Because where do you go after Brock? I think there's still something in between. Yeah. I think there's still something else. Not with these two. For for Cody. For For Cody. Cody. I think there's still Hmm. something for Cody before he works his way back to the title picture. I think there's still something else. Heel Randy Orton? I don't know. Maybe a bad guy Randy Orton there's shows a, back there's up. There's a backstory there, obviously. I don't know. Right. I just, I'm trying to think of who's big enough to put with Cody at this point. Cause it's like, he's so big. He's so much bigger than everybody. It's like, and for people who want to say, Hey, maybe it's Bray Wyatt. Number one, uh, putting Bray Wyatt stink anywhere near Cody Rhodes, I think would be a mistake. And number two, people are going to cheer Bray Wyatt when he comes back. You can't have him cheering for the guy against Cody. Could it, could it be Finn if Finn wins? No, because Cody doesn't want that belt. Yeah, Cody's but yeah. he didn't right. want it. He didn't want it. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So Have you watched? Got... By the way, did you watch the the documentary? Not yet. Is it pretty on? Uh, it's on the cock. It is. It's right. good. Pretty good stuff. Pretty good stuff. Noticeably absent. I don't know if it's because he's in AEW, but Dustin is. Dustin's not in it. No. At all. Like he's not in any of the interviews. He's not in the entire. I mean, he's in it in footage. Gold dust and all that, but he's not in the dock, which I thought was weird. World Championship. Seth Rollins, Finn Balor. This is a story seven years in the making. Uh, I think it was SummerSlam. It was. For the original Universal mm-hmm. Championship. Finn Balor won it. Had to give it up the next night because Seth Rollins buckle bomb outside the ring. Yep. Finn fought through it. Still won the title. Had to give it up. I think Finn Balor wins the world title. I can see it going. I, this one's the hardest. This one is the hardest one on the yep. on the whole thing for me. It is because Seth is still so over, and he hasn't had the title Good, that long. Chase. Let him chase again. Still hasn't had the title for that long. Um, he hasn't had yeah, it for that I, short. It's been what three months? Not that that's, short. It's not that long. The way that's they've not that been short. the way they've been doing long title runs lately, that would be short. Like everybody who has a title right now has had it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I the, think it's all about Judgment Day. I told you last week. I think it's about every member of Judgment Day, Rhea, Dominic, Priest, and Finn having something to hold up in that ring. I think it's about all of them running shit now. And I mean, they're the, they're the dominant storyline on Monday Night Raw. And I think you got to I think you got to dive into the whole Finn Balor getting paranoid and looking over his shoulder on Damian Priest. I think Finn wins the world title this weekend. Yeah, yeah I, I think it makes sense. I, I, I think it's Finn. I think Finn makes sense. Wouldn't be shocked if it's still said. And the main event, of course, uh, tribal combat. We don't really know what that means. Maybe we'll find out this Friday. But Roman Reigns, Jey Uso, we've been waiting for this. We have finally come full circle. Does Jey Uso topple Roman Reigns? No, I don't think so. I'll tell you why I don't think so. Because this here feels more to me. It feels like they're fighting for who's going to be tribal chief as opposed to who is the WWE Universal Champion? It feels like this, and I know they're both on the line, but it feels like what's on the line is the family, is the is being tribal chief. And when Roman Reigns finally loses, the main focus, I think, needs to be for the WWE Universal title, not for who's tribal chief. I agree. And I think as great as Jey Uso is and as cool of a story as it would be for him to win as soon as Jey Uso is like, I know everyone loves Jey and he's been really good in, in his little, in his stretches as a solo competitor. As soon as Jey is not going up against Roman Reigns, 
you're not going to care as much. You're just not. And if he, that I think it's got to be someone big. It's got to be someone huge to finally beat Roman. And not that Jay is not huge in this moment, but he's not Cody. He's not Seth Rollins. He's not Brock. He's not the returning the rock, which I don't think would be the person to beat him either. But you know what I'm saying? I think it's like someone huge, mm-hmm. whoever that is, has to beat Roman. And I don't think that's Jay. That's not a knock on him. It's just Roman is what makes Jay huge to me. Yes, and you, you and I, I you and I agree with everything, except that first uh, you convinced me Logan Paul over Ricochet. But otherwise, you and I are on the same page with all these matches. Yeah, I told you, I, I think... I, I think the card is pretty straightforward in I think terms of great card. Even, even, even if the wins could be obvious, I think it's a great card. Yeah. The matches great are great. Card. The only, ma- I mean, I have, because of the stipulation, I have very little desire to watch Rousey and Baszler now. Cause I think it's not going to live up to what we thought it was going to be, but everything else is going to be real. Every other match is going to be super entertaining. Let's do top five all time SummerSlam moments. Now, Joey's a little bit younger than I am. So keep that in mind. Let's hear yours, Joey. Go five to one for purposes of drama. Go ahead. Okay, so my first two are actually older ones. Number five, 1996, Boiler Room Brawl, Undertaker, Mankind, Paul Bearer turns on The Undertaker. Okay. That's number five for me. Okay, all right. Number four, this one is the one that I'm predicting to be your number one. British Bulldog beats Bret Hart at Wembley in 1992. Yep, it was the main event, too. The Intercontinental title yep. was the main event. Intercontinental title. Number three, Shane McMahon getting knocked off of the 50-foot-high scaffolding by Steve Blackman. That's right. SmackDown, or uh, SummerSlam 2000. That's right. And now this is where I think people are going to get a little frustrated. It's probably a recent, more recent thing within the last decade. But these stuck out to me as soon as I thought of SummerSlam. Brock Lesnar. Beating the absolute dog shit out of John Cena in 2004. Like, that's right. The, Total squash. That's right. The worst beatdown Cena's ever taken in his A whole shocker. life. Total it shocker. It was the whole time you're thinking, all right, when's Cena going to turn around? When's Cena going to turn it around? It was nonstop suplex. And he just beat the dog Wasn't shit. Wasn't that of where Suplex City was? Suplex City bitch was born? I think it was with Roman, actually, where he said it, but it might have been in that match. I, I don't, maybe. I don't remember, but I think it was. I think it was. But also, one thing that happened in that match that I think needs to happen more in those grudge match type of matches, they just, Cena just runs at them and they start beating the shit out of each other. Like, a lot of times in the, you have these blood feuds in these grudge matches and they lock up. Mm-hmm. They're like, why are you locking up? You're right. trying to kill each other. What are you just trying to be technical it. about? And in that match, I, I watched the beginning of the match back because I was trying to see how long it actually was. Cena just goes right at him. Now, so that was number two. Number one for me, might be controversial. Daniel Bryan wins the title in 2013. We think it's his time. And Randy Orton cashes in. Yeah. Yeah. Triple H and screwed it's the, him. The true beginning of the yes movement. Very when good. Daniel Bryan loses that title. So here's what I got. Here's my top five. I'm going to tell you off the bat. Maybe it's because he lost. Brett and Davy Boy. Not on my list. Not Jeez. on my list. That's crazy. Here we go. Now you got to remember these are not. It's. It's moments. It's what I remember. It's my yeah, I, I know. I figured just the fact that they main evented at Wembley would be enough for you. Number five, the original SummerSlam, 1988. The main event, Mega Powers versus Mega Bucks. Jesse Ventura, special guest referee. And of course, we were leading up to it. Miss Elizabeth has something planned for everybody. And remember, she got up on the apron. She took off her dress and yeah. she had the bikini underneath. 
which she had never, ever done that before. Ted DiBiase got super distracted. Mega Powers win. That's number okay. five. All right. Number four, one, when Honky Tonk Man, all-time greatest, all t- longest Intercontinental Championship reign of all time, comes to an end, SummerSlam, 88, the original SummerSlam, who's going to be my opponent? I'll fight anybody. Bring them on out here. And all of a sudden, Ultimate Warriors music yep. hits. Runs to the ring. Clothesline here, clothesline there. Over. A big splash. Honky never took off his gear. Over. Ultimate Warrior, new Intercontinental Champion. That's number four to me. Number three, Triple H. Ladder match. Wins the Intercontinental Championship over The Rock, 1998. This is number three for me because this was Triple H's first big win. He was the babyface. Rock was a heel. Rock losing the IC title was, okay, now it's time to jump into main event uh, championship territory. This was Triple H's first major win. Great match. Number three. Number two, SummerSlam 91. Near perfect match. Also for the Intercontinental Championship. Bret Hart wins the title for the first time against Mr. Perfect. Tremendous match. That was number two. Beat him with the sharpshooter. And number one. Now this is for me because I was a little kid. And obviously, Bret Hart, my all-time favorite. It's it's one of my all-time favorite matches. It's my all-time favorite SummerSlam match. SummerSlam Bret, no. 19... No. SummerSlam oh. 1990. The Hart Foundation, for the second time ever, win the Tag Team Championship two out of three falls against Demolition. And that was back when Demolition had just added Crush. And in the middle of the match, Axe came out from under the ring and replaced Smash. And you thought the Hart Foundation was going to lose until the newly arrived at WWF Legion of Doom walked down to the ring, distracted Demolition. Hart Foundation wins the match and the title. Two out of three falls. My favorite SummerSlam match slash moment of all time. And there you have it. Top five SummerSlam matches slash moments from the both. How about that? I got I to give real quick. I got to give love to the one that I was on my list and then I, I took it off. 2014. Nikki Bella turns on Brie Bella. Oh yes, yes. that that's a tough. That was a big moment. That was a. I mean, I, I don't think anyone saw that. So that was one that was almost on my list. And Undertaker versus Fake Undertaker. Of course, how could anyone forget? Uh, <laughs> that's a good job, man. Good job, Joey. So enjoy SummerSlam this Saturday. And I'll enjoy it too. Like I said, unfortunately, we're not going to have a reaction show uh, because I'm going away for a few days. But I hope everybody out there enjoys it. Uh, Joey, tell all your fans uh, you'll talk to them. Uh, you'll talk to them when you talk to them. Go ahead. I'll talk to you guys when I talk to you guys. Thanks, everyone. Appreciate you tuning in. We love wrestling. We'll talk to you on the next edition of It's Still Real to Me.